welcome, everyone. This is the WSQF 94.5. This is Blink Radio. Keep us game for the Concrete Conservative Hour. I have a very special guest today. Probably the highlight of uh, Blink Radio's existence since 2017. And a very dear friend from Key Biscayne, because he used to live here. I have the Honorable, I call him your Honorable already, Maria Elvira Salazar, who is running in District 27. And yes. I have fellow Republicans joining us, Kiko Saragusa. Uh, you would have to say that yourself. And Armando Chapelli. Maravilla, welcome. W wonderful to be here. Always great to be in Kibiscayne. And this uh, this incredible uh, community radio station is in your entire district, all the way down. Yes, yes, I love it. That's why I'm here, and I'm happy to be talking to all of you. Do we get any calls from uh, the audience? No, just, we don't. just the two Republicans. Okay, good. Well. So, uh, are you having audio problems? Yeah, just uh, a little bit uh, louder. 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 Louder? Wonderful. Let me see. You can, uh, just to measure a little bit more, a little bit more. more? Yeah. Oh, that, then, that, then, then it's an issue of the board. That's perfect. Okay. Okay, so Kiko, you're number one. Ask Maribira your first question. Uh, my first question is regarding... No, no. Her control is here. You can't have silent air. There's, you're on the radio. Sounds, um, oh, I'm sorry. sounds better now. Okay. Sounds a lot better now. Right. Yep, yeah, okay. a lot better. It's coming in and out, but I don't know if uh, the audience can no, the hear you fine. The, the audience, audience here fine. as well. Okay. Okay, so, Kiko, take over, my friend. Okay. The, one of the touchstones for me as to conservative values and conservative foundations is the Second Amendment. My question is, what is your position on individuals owning... AR-15 type weapons and high-capacity magazines for both pistol and rifle, especially in view of the situations that we have uh, recently in Seattle, Minneapolis, uh, I believe New York, where... You mean current, current news? Current news, in which the, the local government has essentially dismissed the police or let uh, radicals take over the center of the city and then how do people protect themselves if they don't have the capacity to protect themselves? Well the irony of Seattle is that they have open carry they have open carry laws so our question would be to you uh, what your, what's your position at expanding open carry in the state of Florida because quite frankly Washington and the state of Florida are identical we both have the rights to open carry but we do have someone who right now is Secretary of Agriculture, which runs firearms here in Florida, and she wants to limit open carry. She wants to not allow people to get guns randomly. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, I think that the guns should be in the hands of the decent people, not in the hands of the, uh, the thieves, right? And I think that there are a lot of laws that are on the books that we are not following. And I think that a lot of the uh, people that carry guns and they are hunters and they want to go to the shooting range and enjoy their arms uh, would not mind if we, for instance, eliminate uh, the possibility of um, selling one individual selling uh, to another individual without any type of transaction or documentation, one gun to another. I think that you guys won't have any problems with that. 
and that's not happening right now. So in other words, in the open gun shows, you yeah. can I can sell it to you, Joe Blow, and I don't know who Joe Blow is. Yes. I think we should eliminate that, and th- that will not touch your Second Amendment uh, protection. In other words, so you believe photo ID inside? The I gun- believe that people need to know. We need to know. We, the state, the government, the federal government, needs to know who owned these arms or or these firearms. And if you're going to sell to somebody that may be a criminal, if you do have that type of documentation between that in that transaction, we you as a decent and law-abiding citizen will be stopped from selling your gun to a criminal. That I think that would be okay. Number two, the um, background checks. Why we need to know who's buying the guns? Well, they, we, we we have background checks. We're just there's something missing in it. There's uh. I know that I went through the full uh, background check. I went through fingerprinting. I went through photo ID. I did. Uh, I even showed my training, um, you know, with a with a cuño, with a with a stamp. Yeah. You feel free to use bilingual language here because so we can all, speak Spanglish. Cada en cuando, yeah. Ah, está bien. All right. <laughs> and uh, so we have background checks, but as you can see, what happened in Orlando, this person was able to buy a gun and who shoot uh, who shot up the gay bar in Orlando. He was able to get the gun. Therefore, he went through background checks. So. Same as Vegas. The, the person who had, who committed that massacre had gone through the laws the way it is. So I do believe that one of the things we need to do, and specifically for schools, is that we need to have in every high school, at least in my district, I would like, would like to have sort of a pilot program where we have not mental metal detectors, but we have mental detectors, sort of centers that can spot those kids that have problems, that feel neglected, that feel that they don't have a voice. And instead of going and getting a gun and shooting everybody else, we have to have, a with federal funds, have a center to be spotting those potential Kids that may bring a gun to the school. Okay, here uh, now that now we've opened and that up, has and yeah, tell me now that we've now that we've opened that subject matter, and it's within guns. Why don't you consider or tell us if you are considering what other states have already have done, which is clear as day, cheap as all, a huge sign on the front door of every public school entrance that says, "Yeah, we the staff at this school use deadly force to protect the security of our students and our staff." Govern yourself accordingly. And there's variations of that. Um, Tennessee, Alabama. It's, you know, if you're got a, if you have a kid that's not really well or he's got an axe to grind, he sees that sign every day in every way on every entrance. He's not going to go into that school. Well, maybe not and maybe yes because maybe that child. And I think that's a very good idea that and I would cheap. study. It's only a sign. And listen. <laughs> And I make I I'm, I want to know more about what you're telling me because I was not very aware of what you're telling me. You're telling me it's just a sign. A it's a sign, sign, but also help because that child may be so troubled by the problems that he encounters at home that maybe just grabbing a gun is the only way he feels he has a voice. Yes. So that's why we need to create a program in order to spot him before he gets to before he gets to that conclusion. You're right. That is that is may, that may fall into. To mental health well I think it helps your cause because if he's suffering the depression the, the, the neglect ice, he sees that sign every day okay as he walks into school it's always on his mind from kindergarten all the way through high the school, sign there's a sign that says <laughs> the and sign you, and the help both could help him not to commit the crime because everybody's a victim he is the victim the people that died the parents that survived the victims it's a major mess Okay, so another now this we're off the subject of arms now. 
my question is, well, how before before you get off the you, subject? Oh, you want to go back to the we, arms? Well, I didn't get an answer. Oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, going back to my question, with respect to AR-15s and high-capacity magazines, in view of the situation currently, where people have to protect themselves against violent mobs. What is your position on individual ownership of an AR-15 and or high-capacity magazines for rifles or pistols? I believe that there is um, a law that passed in 1932 for automatic weapons when in Chicago things were going out of control. And I would consider the possibility of putting the um, semi-automatic on the same category as the automatic. No one is prohibiting you from buying it, but you have to go through a little bit longer process because you want to make sure that whomever owns a, a semi-automatic weapon is somebody that is going to use it for good, not for bad. And criminals will never go through the same process that people that want to have automatic weapons go through. Yeah, so well, you're putting the burden on me, the decent guy hoops and hurdles to get the weapon and you just said that the delinquent won't he'll just grab the weapon but it's going to be a lot harder to get uh, semi-automatic weapons if you put everybody through that grinder well everybody that's a, everybody that's who's a not a criminal everybody that's a low-biting citizen <laughs> yeah we'll feel compelled a, could, could you tell us what are the requirements under the 1932 uh, gun control uh, legislation what are the requirements for let's say but you should, you should, I mean, you're, you're a law-abiding citizen and you are a, a protector of Second Amendment. You should know all the different regulations. I mean, I don't own an arm, well, uh, wait, a wait, firearm, wait, 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 wait. but... I'm not going to be going to Congress. I'm not going to be going passing laws limiting the Second Amendment. You are. And I will, Please, and I will wait, make wait, sure wait, that wait, I will wait. know exactly what I need to go through. But I do know what you have to go through as a citizen. But I do know that the same regulations that were imposed for the automatic weapons could we could consider the possibility of doing that with other type of firearms. What, as you sit here today, tell us what those regulations are that people like me and millions like me would have to follow in order to get what I believe the Second Amendment constitutionally guarantees us to have. What barriers do I have to go through? What uh, license fees do I need? What applications do I need? Who is going to be examining whether I'm a fit citizen? What government agency is going to determine whether I'm fit to own a gun or not? What government agency is going to determine whether I am fit? Wait, wait, are you implying in by the question that because right, that, that's a state-level question, and the feds so far have not determined any of these things. It's yeah, only the 1932 uh, Gun Control Act is a federal uh, statute. Right, but they're not imposing it on the state, so how do we phrase no, the every, question? No, 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 that's imposed on everybody. In other words, right now we have a law in this, in this state right now that passed where they can, that one citizen can rat out another citizen and say, he's crazy, take away his gun, and it has to be investigated, well, and it's at the state red level. Red flag laws. No, red no, flags, but, right. But well, you're, you're, you're going off the subject. I'd like to know, the, the, we have he heard... In other words, if she's, gonna put, if she's gonna Maria's, put teeth on that existing law. Maria Vera's position that we should be complying with certain law. What, can she tell us what is her understanding about what the barriers are in those laws? How much do I have to pay in licensing fees 
in order to get because I believe you need to have for the machine gun you need to pay a tax stamp of five hundred at least five hundred. Oh well, dollars. now inform us, please, because I'm not okay. I'm not a, I'm not aware well, of that myself. That 1932 Gun Control Act. In other words, if, if you want to own a machine gun, you have to pay uh, a tax, and that's a federal law. That's a federal law, and you have to pay a tax of five hundred dollars. So whatever I want, whatever weapon I want to buy under the the, the 1932 regulation. I have to put in an additional five hundred dollars, and the state also will charge you something. Well, five hundred. Well, at least for the federal. Okay. The five hundred dollars to get that weapon. Plus, then I have to go through all the administrative costs to get that weapon, and so. So you're asking if Maria Vida would repeal these regulations? No, no, no. Or no, 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 add no, no, to no, them? No, no, no. She wants to add. Maria Luis stated that she wants to add the AR-15 type weapons to those regulations, semi-automatic semi weapons to those regulations that govern the machine guns and the automatic weapons, which go back to 1932. And, and uh, my in other words, you want to include the weapon? Into Listen, the I think we should be talking about defunding the police, and we should keep talking about socialism and what's really happening in this country at this hour. I think that uh, defunding the police is one of the topics that we okay, should really concentrate uh, on. And socialism. I think that uh, there's a very big threat in this country at this hour. And the Democratic Party has been hijacked and has been uh, completely influenced by the left. Something that the Democratic Party was not like that, let's say, 15, 20 years ago. And that is the major, major concern that we as Republicans, uh, we should be thinking and be uniting because uh, the division that we have right now in this country is between socialism and free market. It's between a uh, president who created an economic, an economic uh, foundation that was extremely solid in February until came a virus from China that has destroyed not only our economy, our way of living, and other countries. That's what I think we should concentrate on. We have to defend the future of our children within the Democratic Party that has a very big tent and with a lot of opinions about many issues, whether it's gun control, whether it's gay marriage, whether it's uh, religion freedom. We're talking about our way of life, our economic freedoms, our religion. It's at stake. Absolutely. And that's what we have to concentrate on. I think that, and that's why I came here to tell you that the message is cloud and clear. Those independents that not necessarily are Republicans, but that they see what's happening. This is the first time in our lives. I am, I am in my 50s. So are you. Yes. We have encountered, we have never encountered the pandemic, but more than the pandemic. It's called the socialism pandemic. That is going to hit us and is going to completely take our the future of our children away. So that's what I think we should be talking so about. <laughs> and sending the message to your friends and the people that are listening to us, sending the message that we have to, whether you're an independent, a Republican, or a Democrat that does not agree with the social democratic socialism that is being sold by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to the rest of our children, to media and academia, and they have penetrated tremendously into even the Republican Party, even the independents that are believing that Medicare for all and then don't pay for university loans and forget about whether um, we are we need to really give to everybody a secure job, whether you work or not. That's a fallacy. 
Yes, and that's why I'm here, because that's why I'm running. I am running as a Republican, because I believe that we need to maintain the same social, the, the same free market reforms that our president did the last four years. We need to maintain the deregulation. We need to maintain the low taxes. We need to maintain the low unemployment where everybody was working. Blacks, white, women, youngsters, people with high school degree, with no high school. Everybody was working. Where are we going? We are in a very dire situation, and that's why I'm running again against Donna Shalala, who happens to be a very good friend of Nancy Pelosi, who really wants power. That's all they want, power. And they are selling the party, or they're being dragged by AOC and her fallacies and her fantasies that democratic socialism really exists. And we know that saying democratic socialism is the same thing as democratic fascism. Does that exist? No. Entonces, so if it's democratic socialism, it's a fallacy. It's BS. And that's okay, why so I'm now, here. So now, what about uh, the immigration topic uh, we have? Before, before we go to immigration, frankly, I, I agree with everything you have said. It's obvious that you believe everything you say. And I know that if you go to Congress, you will fight tooth and nail for everything that you have just given to me. However, the original question I asked, is yet to be answered. Okay, and, but we're going to leave it like that because I got five more subjects I need to talk and we're already down to 20 minutes. So now I need to now move this on to the dreamers. Because it was a Supreme Listen, Court case. Demo, the Im immigration is something very, it's something that I believe that uh, the party, my party, the Republican Party, needs to be illustrated on. And this is my position. In this country, you have 11 million illegals undocumented, people that, that, came in without a type of legality. And, uh, and it's etchy whether it's 11 and not high. Well, make, make it 11, make it tw 37. It doesn't matter. But right now, the statistics say that you have 11 million people that do not have documentation. Half of those people, 7.7 .7 of those people, have been in this country for more than 15 years. A. B. Have not committed a crime. C. They have American children. You are going to tell me that you are really going to deport 7.7 .7 million people that are not MS-13, that are not in gangs, and they have not killed anybody, and they have American kids. Yes, it's true that they violated the law. They... they um, came in through the border and they didn't have to but at the same time those people have worked for 15 years to american companies that have profited from their labor that has kept our inflation down that has kept salaries down i get it but if it's good for the goose it's good for the gander you are not going to tell me and i told leadership is not true that you are going to be able to do away with those people you kick out immediately the gangs the rapists the murderers yeah out but you have a lot of cleaning ladies you have a lot of people that are mowing the lawn that are in the meat packet industry under 10 degree fahrenheit meat uh, uh, uh cutting uh fowl or or cutting meat that are doing good things for our economy so what do we do with those people you give them legality you don't have to give them necessarily citizenship you give them legality so they can continue here keep on working paying taxes buying consumer goods and raising their american children okay. and then what do you do with the border then you do you seal it
Then you make sure that you put all the infrared cameras, that you put uh, all the towers, all the you do anything you need to do in order to make sure that those people that are going to be coming in are with a visa. Because at the same time, in 2023, 35% of the workforce in this country comes from immigrant hands because we're not producing babies fast enough to uh, to to supply uh, everything, everybody that is needed to be part of the economic no, growth. Wor- wor- worse, we're terminating babies. Uh, well, okay, America. you got it. All right, so so what is it? Immigration? Oh, we got to fix this immigration okay, problem. I have a question. I, I clearly- That's the way I would do it, and I am sure because I want I want uh, Trump to be for immigration. What Nixon was for China, that something that was not expected. Nixon opened up the giant. Now Trump can definitely flip everything around, and I am sure he will do it in his next term. Okay, so how is because it- you have seven million jobs? Oh, we had before this evil pandemic. You had seven million jobs that were available, and there were no hands. Yes. Before. Okay. I'm not necessarily uh, agreeing with your position, but I do understand their contributions to our society, especially... Politics is the art of the possible, not what we like. But how is it you get the American people to understand that the dreamers, you've emphasized that they can stay in the country, which is hard to deport. I'm talking about the dreamers or their parents. I'm talking about... Forget about DACA. That's that's a... You guys are falling in the hands of the Dems. Don't you see that Nancy Pelosi is only talking about the poor Dems? Oh my God, the poor DACA kids! Oh my Lord, she doesn't give yeah, a flying. She doesn't. I'm talking about the DACA if they meet their requirements. And I'm talking about the parents of the DACA because you know you don't want to be in the predicament where you have to save your child and then you have to leave and leave them here because no, no, no. I'm but talking about, about everybody that has been here for more than 15 years and has not committed a crime. What about the constitutional issue that? A president does not legislate by fiat, like a king, like uh, President Obama did with this DACA executive order. And now Justice Roberts, who I believe, as many millions do, is compromised and he's being blackmailed, decides that, yes, a president can write new law by issuing an executive order. So what's to stop now Donald Trump or whomever follows Donald Trump from issuing an executive order that says legalizing all Chinese are never going to come in here again because C.J. Roberts decided that. But what is your question? How do you if if we accept DACA as the law and let these people stay here without any kind of. But I'm not saying that I'm accept. I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I'm accepting anything. I'm only saying is that by legislation, we, the Republican Party, needs to understand what is the what are the realities that we're facing, because since Reagan, who for me, it's my hero, but he did not seal the border. And then after that came Bush and Bush and Clinton and Obama and more. They have all made the same mistake. And in the meantime, you've had a transfer of money from the working class, the American working class, to the business class, to the entrepreneurs, because they were hiring the poor cleaning ladies and the people that are picking up jalapeno papers. So everybody's at fault here. I'm not disagreeing. With okay, good. I'm glad. I'm, you well, know, we're, we're all agreeing and we're all Republicans. Well, we're, 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 all, not, we're not agreeing. And we those. agree with stealing of the border. I, I have a, the best idea to seal the border. 
<laughs> All right, so then, but I, what is I it like that you're that. asking me? What, yeah, the Hamel I like that. That was good for community <laughs> radio. The Hamel the history is, is probably <laughs> accurate what you're saying, okay? I'm glad. Jesus, he's told but me five times that how, he agrees with me. I like uh, that. How are we going to get a Congress that at different times has been in the hands of Democrats, both houses, and Republicans, both houses, and Republicans, the president, and both houses, and Democrats, the president, and both houses, and they will not address DACA. But you're talking DACA. I'm not talking am, DACA. I'm talking, talking immigration reform law. We have DACA, DAPA. They have not addressed immigration reform, period. Trump addressed No, them. and McCain, remember when McCain and Marco Trump, tried, Trump addressed and it. it was a mess. Trump so, listen, Obama, just for my, for my Democrat friends who are listening and for the independents. In 2008... Obama said at a press conference where I was president, he said to Jorge Ramos, you know, Spanish television, he said that he was going to do an immigration reform law the first 100 days of his presidency. Did nothing. He was there. No, no. He used that. He lied to us, which is my my big resentment towards the Democratic Party is that they play f political football with Hispanics. It's time for us, for the Dems, for los hermanos nicaragüenses, los hermanos salvadoreños, los hermanos hondureños, todos los hermanos mexicanos, todos somos, they play political football with us. Yes. It's time for us to stand up and say, no, we're going to vote for the party that solves my problems. And that's why I feel very proud of being a Republican, because Obama lied through his teeth when he said to the Spanish press, and I was present, in my first 100 days of my presidency, vote for me, because I'm going to do an immigration reform law. What did he do? He used that political capital in what? Obamacare. Absolutely. After that, done. He lost the House. And donde se quedaron los hispanos? Dios sabrá, da lo mismo, no nos importa. Ahora no, but now Biden said the other day, in the first 100 days of my presidency, I am going to give to DACA, DAPA, who cares? It's all a lie. It, it, it is it's a, a lie. So that's the Dems. Now the Republicans. I'm going to be the voice to say to the president and to leadership, guys, you got to reckon with us. You got to understand that we are 30 million votes available. We need to show to the Hispanics that we have the same values that are entrenched in the Republican Party. Law-abiding, God-citizen, God-fearing. Hardworking. We don't want government. We love religion. We love our family. Leave me alone. Let me pay my taxes and work. Correct? Okay, so now how do you feel about the H-2 visa that he's just stopped? Uh... I think that it, he, he, he may do it for pandemic reasons, but in reality, I just told you, we have 7 million jobs available. Somebody has to fill those jobs. Otherwise, inflation is going to start going up, and the prices, those prices are going to still going up and up. The low-wage earners were doing pretty well. Blacks, Hispanics with no high school education or with no college education, women, youngsters. So we have to go back to those times. But at the same time, we got to let with visas, married base, you come in if we need you. But we need not only engineers, we also need people that pick up jalapeno peppers and clean the toilets and peel the tomatoes in Manhattan. That, that is, that, that's the issue. All right. The, um, we need you. 
is is the problem Americans have. That's the problem Americans have because there's a lot of talented Americans that don't get these jobs because we need you and you get H uh, two visas. Then, and but here. then you know whose fault is that? The entrepreneur, the guy who's a millionaire who owns the jalapeno pepper field in Southern California, no, but and I'm he about would rather who, who's bringing in the Chinese. Oh engineer. no, no, no! I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about everybody. But at the same time, you know what has happened? That it's better to keep them illegal because then that way we're gonna pay less and they're gonna work more. So, so we gotta level the playing field. Now you're telling me about the engineers, yeah. Let's go through the process, just like Australia and Canada are doing. If I need you, you come, but do not take. But I got to make sure that there's an American here that can fill that job. But if there is none, then I need the job filled nonetheless. Okay, so there's here's a good question. Now that you said that, would you sponsor legislation that puts Americans over? Uh, a, a qualified skilled foreigner. Oye, chico, pero pero que tú piensas obviamente, pero please ridículo. It's 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 a I mean, So you would, you would do that? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, American cool. first, America first. Those who are That's why I'm saying that brings me back to what I was telling you. I am concerned about those who are in here already and they have been here for more than 15 years, 7 years, no criminal record. Okay, but how do you discourage a mother from crossing over the border? Pregnant because don't let her come in that's why you have the border that's why you have security that was you have cameras you have towers that's why you have that's why you have everything you need to have okay here's a perfect answer and this is unique only to blink radio to seal the border and i'm announcing it to you now because i want to be able to say that i already spoke to someone at the federal level better than drones better than eyeballs better than security the way to seal the border i've been suggesting it since 2013 is to run a train freight train not passenger train, from San Diego to Brownsville, 50 feet up in the air, and compete with the Panama Canal, and nobody can climb it, and nobody can dig under it, and trucks go right through it. And everywhere it stops, cargo is let go, and Mexico will pay for it. It's the only wall that seals the border, and Mexico will pay for it. I'm just throwing it out there because it's not a question. But now that you said it, I got to tell you. So is there anything that you really want to go frontal attack on Shalala well, really I just want to say to those people that are listening to me is that we do not have a representation in Congress. Mrs. Shalala has been absent and silent and for a year and a half. Except for when she voted to impeach the president. Well, <laughs> and not only that, she. Uh, I'm not sure if your audience knows that when Mario Diaz-Balart three months ago presented a resolution on the floor of the United States Congress against socialism, she did not vote. She walked away five minutes and then she came back in after the the uh, voting had passed why because at that hour no one really knew if bernie sanders was going to be the nominee for the democratic party so what does that tell you when you are confronting socialism there are no ands if or buts socialism is always no and she did not vote so go look it up. I'm not lying. So those people who are listening to me, she did not vote against socialism. Number one. Number two, she committed uh, 550 faults. She did not report 550 transactions that she made in the stock market. And she needed to report because every time that you are in con that you are a member of Congress, you have 45 days to report to the ethics committee the transactions that you're making in the stock market. She did not. She did not do it. 
So she has 550 transactions that were not reported, some of them with Chinese companies. Hmm. So number three. That's a good note. Where was she? Where is she? She needs to, she doesn't know us. She doesn't know our culture. She doesn't know our language. And she only used us. Us meaning the Hispanics. Yeah, as president, this, and when she was president of UM, she created a brand for What herself. did she do at UM? We know that she almost destroyed the medical school. And um, she, sold land, she sold land in Kendall. That she was, sold that was, she was pristine that was, land that belonged to that. Still, the environmentalists are very upset with her because she sold 100 acres of pristine land to yes. Walmart. But it doesn't matter. I mean, she right now she is she is one of the uh, 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 lieutenants of Nancy Pelosi, and we know that Democrats, Pelosi, Schumer, and everybody that unfortunately is within the leadership of that party has been hijacked by AOC and the Squad. Whether they are or not, it doesn't matter. They're being dragged, just like Joe Biden. Are they? Aren't they? I don't know. If you are, if you don't stand up and you're silent, you're an accomplice. That's right. So when we talk about anti-Semitism, same thing. The anti-Semitism within the Democratic Party is flagrant. It's evident. Who has said to Ilan Omar that some people did something is not the right expression, that she is insulting people who have, probably the people who have suffered the most in the history of humanity, the Jews. No one stands up to Ilan Omar. So 1939, Germany. We, we are at a crossroads, and the future of my children and your children and your grandchildren is at stake. If we do not fight, look what happened in Venezuela. In 20 years, they destroyed it. And Hugo Chavez is promising the same thing that Ilan Omar and AOC is promising, democratic socialism. Yeah, they both propose exactly so, the same philosophy. Do I have to say anything else? Do you do you believe that Trump should be more proactive in the dictatorship of Venezuela, or to just stand and watch it fester? Like I think it? right now Trump is needs to needs to he is in a re-election. Uh, he is trying to um, to express to explain to the to the electorate what's at stake. The same thing that I'm doing right now. Unfortunately, there are two sides: the Republicans. And the Democrats, period. So every time that somebody tells me, well, because it's, there are no ands, or buts. Is either you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. And if you're a Democrat, you are under the threat of being kidnapped and hijacked by forces that are stronger than yours, whether you want to or not, which are the socialists. Because you know very well those Cubans after 60 years, those Venezuelans after 20. What happens when the forces of socialism creep in? Start, they started with the economy. It's called food lines. Well, it's we, called repression, misery, and exile at the end. So I and don't, we're already on our second country. Thank you. And, and you'll have to remember that all these attacks on liberty by the socialists and the communists usually begin with the taking away of the guns of the citizenry. And taking down statues and forcing you to kneel. Because the Nazis did that as well. And defunding the police. And defunding the police. <laughs> and attacked, uh, Bolsheviks attacked the police way before the Bolshevik revolution developed. They attacked the police first. Because they were the minority party in Russia. And a lot of the, a lot of the left right now, is, uh, it's, it seems like they all read Salinsky's book. You know, they just uh, are applying it today. And There's you're, fear. You're, you're right on the money. Among the moderates. Of, There's fear. Some, but you've seen the evidence. <laughs> you're seeing the evidence. There was a resolution against Ilan Omar for having 
having criticized or having denounced or having um, what would be the right word. There was a resolution that Nancy Pelosi prepared where the name of Ilan Omar was written on the resolution for her anti-Semitic um, uh, comments. And she wasn't allowed to uh, put it on the floor or she was? Pelosi was blocked? She removed her. Ilan Omar's name from the resolution. So what does that tell you? There's only one word, fear. Donna Shalala, has he ever, ever, ever stood for her constituents in South Beach, where you have a lot of members of the Jewish community? Has she ever said anything to Ilan Omar? No, because she has fear. When you have fear, then, you know, Cubans for, had fear. Yeah. Venezuelans had fear. They Look what happened to the countries of or, our countries of origin. So right now, it's a matter of fighting for our ideals fighting for free market economy, for liberty, for free speech, for having a strong police force that treats everybody well, because at the same time, it's true that you do have some bad apples. Well, you plug those bad apples and you leave the rest of the force intact so that whenever we're having a robbery at two o'clock in the morning, then we do not have to call bad man. We can call the police officer. Okay, now, when it comes to PPE, uh, do you believe in another another stimulus check going out to everybody i think that we have uh that we have to see how that program has worked but right now what we need to do is revive the economy and Would do it mean? in a what means that we have to allow for business to open and obviously to have sheriffs and make sure that those businesses are following the cdd cdc guidelines but let those people sell and consume and the economy to start reviving little by little like it's doing right now because we cannot have a, an economy shut down for the next six months that's because for, then we true. will not have an economy. Okay. This is very true. It sounds true. to me uh, from everything you've said that you admire the work of Donald Trump that he's done and some of the policies, that, economic policies and his uh, advocacy for reopening the economy, etc., Tell me how you feel about Donald Trump. You've been, people have suggested that you're not uh, um, going to be supporting him or that you may not, uh, may actually not vote for him. Is that accurate? Is but, that you know, listen, what you're telling me makes really no sense because I am a Republican and I am running on the Republican Party. I am, I was the nominee last time. The president has created extraordinary good policies for this country. I very much appreciate independents, Democrats, everybody has appreciated what he did with the economy and everything starts with the economy because when you have your when your pocket is full, the pursuit of happiness is a little bit easier. The stomach. Okay, so, so the then magic you question have, for radio is Will you kiss the ring of Donald J. Trump, the, the leader of our party? Listen. Just say it. We are in a democracy. I mean, tell uh, tell us. We, the people of the, are, are so anxious to hear it from you because the vast majority of Republicans dread Shalala. They also dread the fact that you lost to her. We are all well, I'm going to tell you why I lost to her. This is a very good question. You know why I lost to her? Because Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton bailed her out the last five days money. of the election. But let me give you all the details. Five days before the election, they polled, and I was up. I was up in the polls. I was about to win. Because this is a... Re this is a is not that it's a Republican or it's an Independent or it's a Democratic district. It's an intelligent district. 
and they know that and the it economic does policies it does represent the future of America. And they're right, because we are the ultimate melting pot. Yes. They bailed her out. The Democratic Party bailed her out. Why? With money. Something that I did not have. And that's why I'm here in front of the microphones asking for uh, help. You can go to Maria. You can go to Salazar27.com. Salazar, my last name, 27, which is the district.com. And you can give me a $5 contribution if you want to. $5, $10, $15. That's all we need. We need to maintain the policies that were established during the last three years. And I'm saying it clearly. The last three years were fantastic for the economy. What he did with China was overwhelming. Who was, who was, China was going to eat our lunch, our kids' lunch, and he put a stop. So why not say I'm going to endorse him? Well, it's, it's not a matter of endorsing. I'm saying to you that I am part of the party and I have the endorsement and I have the leadership. I have leadership supporting me. I have everybody in the party saying that I am because whether I'm, I'm pretty or I'm not pretty or where I am a Republican, we got to vote and we got to flip the House back to Republican hands. We got to keep it back so we can have send Nancy back to California every, where we can then have a majority in the House where we can vote. Every candidate that Donald Trump has endorsed has won. He's 73 and 0 right but, now. But of those, those he's endorsed, 73 have, and 0. Those candidates have supported him. Okay, so here's the magic question, because we're very close to the he end of the interview. may not support you if you do not endorse him. <sighs> this is, and that, this guarantee, is that guarantees that Shalala is going to stay. I guarantee you. There is a, a Cuban American out there who's going to vote for you. Sir, okay, I am and, saying, and I'm saying to, to you, phone. yes, yes, why don't we, yeah. Here's the magic moment. I am say, yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> but it has, it has to do with, this is, this is how you win this election, okay? Thank you, tell me. Okay. If, if you get the nomination. If, this is how you win the election. If you agree right now, here right now, with the cameras rolling, and hopefully Anna turning on her phone so she can take this picture. Okay? And these people all with a big smile because we are really <laughs> desperate for your success. And I thank you very much. And, I, and I'm sure it's going to happen this I, time. I've known you for over yes. 20 years. Yes. And you remember when we tried to do this Keep us getting community television, and I never let up. Look, now it's I WSQF Blink Radio. And we were supposed to put on a television station, and hey, we settled for radio. So, I got a surprise, <laughs> and your campaign manager's there. Yes. You have to put this hat on. Yes. On the video, <laughs> and you take off your headphones, and you're going to make people all over this 27th district thrilled if you wear this hat with your campaign manager filming it. And that's it. You become official kiss the ring. And I am going to, I'm going to do that uh, in my next event. That's it. Listen, we no, have right that. Now, right we now. have that saved. No, you black. cannot take, you cannot take that away from me because we have that saved. We have another Come on, very big. Coronavirus yes, yes. No, I can't because it's social distancing. Okay. I will be doing, we have that no, saved. You can, we, you cannot right take the now. storm. Thank you very much. We cannot take this. You cannot. You cannot do this to the people that I have. We reserved that for. See, I. I have. I'll tell you later because it's a big surprise that we have at one of his rallies. Thank you. I'm not a very wealthy person, but I will bundle for you. Thank you. If you win the nomination of the party. Yes. Thank you. There's a primary coming up, and there are other candidates. 
If you win that, I will bundle for I you. thank you very much, and, and that's what I need sure from... You are and yeah, the next congressperson from thank 27. You. Because, uh, thank I, you. Because I happen to know a lot about Donald Shalala that I don't have enough time to discuss right Sure, now. thank you very much. Like who she appointed when she left? Like she has a very direct pipeline to the people who designed the... Um, the COVID-19 model. At the University of Washington? Yeah, is that it? Hint, at the hint, University hint. University of Washington, where, where they uh, purposely shut down the U.S. economy with lies. Okay, so... Thank you very much for everybody that is listening to me. I would love for you to go salazar27.com, salazar27.com. And if you want to give me $5, $10, I would very much appreciate it. One last and chance. And we can definitely, definitely flip the Margarita, seat back to Republican hands. Since I'm, I'm Thank you very your, much. I'm yes. a dear friend of yours. Would you take off your headphones and put yeah, on the I'm I, I need. I have that reserved for another... I cannot do this. To, I cannot do this because we have that already organized. Plus, you came in black Thank today. you. Yes. Thank and you very my, much. Miami Heat colors. Yes. Listen, I am. We are Republicans. I repeat once again, we're Republicans and Democrats. We got to flip the seat back to Republican hands so we can continue supporting the policies that for the last three years made this country the, have the, be the envy of the rest of the world when it comes to economics, when it comes to opportunities, when it comes to employment. That is why I'm here. And all of you need to help me to do that. Thank you very much for the interview. And that, that's the end of our interview. Thank, Thank you, you very much, folks. Good. Thank you, the Key Biscayne Republican Party, for coming on WSQF Blink Radio. Thank you, Maria Vida, for uh, your impassioned pleas for, your, for the vote. I think that's what community radio is all about, is for the community to understand that uh, this, is, uh, this is politics, and it's a beautiful thing. So thank, thank you very you much. Thank you, indeed. So that's the end of our programming for now. WSQF Blink Radio, this is Mac on the Rock, your concrete conservative. Take care, my friends, and as I always say, <laughs> stay free. Oh, my God.